And here we are, live, for the first time. Instant reaction. Can you believe it? Instantaneous. This is the Me So Thorny podcast. Scott and Matt hanging out with you. And we've been doing this podcast now for 10 episodes. This is the 10th episode of Me So Thorny. And we have been following along with Katie Thurston's journey on The Bachelorette. You can download the previous episodes, listen to the previous episodes of Me So Thorny, anywhere you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, it's on Spotify, go out there, find it. And really what we're hoping to get into today is the live version of the recap from the finale. And just, it's there's a lot to get into. The, this, is, this is like the episode that we do every week, but now we're just live. Exactly. So we're going to lay it out for you. We're going to kind of get into our reactions, some of the stuff we found on the internet as reactions, and really just talk to each other and you, if you're watching, about what's going on. Feel free to comment. We got our buddy John Coon in the building. Hey, buddy. John Coon, thanks for hanging out with us. We can get some other people that maybe like aren't family and friends. Like. (laughs) One step at a time, man. One step at a time. But as we dive into this finale episode, it's coming on the heels of what was the probably in as long as I can remember, one of the biggest blowouts that has ever happened on either on either series of The Bachelor or Bachelorette with Greg and Katie just going at it. That that was like when we had that presidential debate and I was just anxious watching it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, this is just too, this is too confrontational. Yeah. This is just w- stuff being said. You're like, Oh no, what are you doing? And just, I right. don't know. It was just, it was a lot. To, it was a lot to take in. I can't even imagine being in the audience a or B being Greg. Right. And it was, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was madness that episode, what, what happened and what went down with them. And, and honestly, you know, there's a lot of different split reactions as you think of who wants to be on whose side, right? Everybody's saying, oh, you know, at first I'm on Greg's side, then I'm on Katie's side. No, I'm kind right, of on Greg's team side. Team Greg, you got team Katie and they're, I mean, they're just trading blows and. And, and you know, it, it's kind of goes to what we named last week's podcast. You know, we, we titled it hurt people, hurt people. And I think that was a lot of what was really happening. You know, Greg was just in a situation where he was feeling incredibly hurt and he came in guns blazing. Right. Hey, let's get married. Well, you're one of three people I want to marry. Oh my God. All right. Yeah. All right. I can't do this. I'm out. Yeah. And just, you know, burn the bridge down. He was just really in no position to really try and salvage any of it. He didn't look like he had any reason to or want in his mind to, and so he just absolutely burned the house down. And, you know, hey, it is what it is at that point, right? It's just, it, it's, it, it's just kind of the bed he made. There's, there's really no wrong way to grieve or to process bad feelings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, I mean, especially after what he went through, that, you know, that's just how we, that's how he processed it. And whether it's right or wrong, I mean, that really it's, it's in the eye of the beholder mm-hmm. really. Cause I mean, I, I broke my cardinal rule. I went on Twitter and looked at all the reaction and it was, I mean, it's split right down the middle. Oh yeah. There's like team Katie, there's team Greg. What do you, I mean? Yeah. Another, another person and, joining and in Keith, Keith Bosworth. This is chief engineer for cumulus media in Detroit, not only Detroit, but regionally. Oh, the- engineer head honcho man and these are not black rim keith these are uh turtle shell oh little, little turtle shell blue light glasses for you you should give a shit about the bachelorette though because it's yes. phenomenal i or the bachelor a for a very long time now i give a lot of shit or bachelor in paradise keith either one take your pick yeah There's hey three. that's uh i don't know if you should start with that because that's <laughs> <laughs> that might be that might be too much too soon true but the batch that we got another bachelorette season coming up yeah, right. That is I'm excited. It's going to be pretty good. Excited for that. But as we get into the finale episode, we get right into it. It's immediately they're sitting there with Katie and they are ready to sort of dive right into what her reaction was from that date. 
You know, they haven't brought Greg out yet. We haven't really dealt with the two of them together. So as you're seeing that the last thing we were left with was I want a plane ticket home. mm -hmm. And so they really just dive into asking her what's going on with that. How are you feeling this and that? How does the journey continue? And I had a hard time believing at first that she was really into Blake. (laughs) Yeah, I, she, you could tell that she was just like, all right, let's just, we're just going to move the process along and then I'm I'm just going to deal with it as it goes. That's what it really felt like because you get Tasha and Caitlin who come in and tell, you know, at this point, Blake and Justin, Hey, guess what guys, you're the only ones around now. So you know, who knows? You're each going <laughs> to get time with like, Yeah. Justin's like, oh man, that he's, he was like acting like, okay, if it's between me and Blake, I know I have no shot. He, right. that's what he was thinking. But then there's like, oh man, I don't even, I don't even know what to do anymore. Uh, he's right. just trying to like think of cliche things to say. Cause he's like, ah, ah Blake I'm should've, going home. Blake should have known it was going to be him at that point. Justin should have oh, started yeah. packing his bag at that point because there was no chance. And Justin already knows he was living on borrowed time again. Oh, yeah. He's the UMBC <laughs> of the Bachelorette. He let everybody else commit 25 turnovers en route to him winning the game by playing yeah. basic fundamentals. And next thing you know, he's, he's in the championship game. And he gets to the point where he's, like you said, in the last two by default again. But he's there. And so, right. you know, she goes on this date with Blake. And there's just really honestly... Him at first, I thought was going to say something to the effect of, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be able to move forward with this because I don't want to be like your second choice. You know, like, I think, I think Blake would have wanted to win it like outright, you know? Right. Like, oh yeah, you know, she's in love with me and not because two guys already left where it's like, oh, well, I guess I'm your best shot now. Well, and exactly, because like you referenced, two guys who have left, you know, she even goes back to saying, well, coming off the heels of Michael having left, and then now Greg left. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, damn, if I'm Blake, and I'm watching this thing, and all of a sudden, (laughs) it's like, wow, okay, Michael left, she was pretty heartbroken, I guess that's no big deal. Oh, Greg left, she's really heartbroken now, I guess that's still not a big deal. She almost quit and it's like, okay. she almost left the show. (laughs) And then they're in like, were they in like the hot tub and she tells him this and he's just like, cool, let's make out. Right. I mean, the most most dude reaction maybe possibly ever after getting news. I'm so excited. I I pulled my headphones out. (laughs) After getting news that like essentially for lack of a better word, I feel like at first he was really the third choice. Oh yeah. But and so now time, it's wasn't it's like Katie hey. Blake's third choice. See? And again, you're Blair, right. Tisha. You're right. And then oh, all right, I'll try my luck with the third bachelorette. And it worked out. So And so you know what? I, I applaud her honesty and I applaud her ability to just be flat out with him and just to tell him, hey, this is the deal, this is the situation, this is what you know, I was feeling with Greg, this is everything that I was going through. She was very upfront with Blake. And I think that for as much as like you said, he kind of just had this glazed look over his eyes where he was thinking, well, okay. I mean, at the end of the day, it really was just her all in honesty to tell him everything. And that's really what I think solidified the fact that she knew that's who she wanted to be with. Yeah, I mean he he stuck around, which means he obviously cares for her. So mm-hmm. that's that you know it says a lot about him. I mean I don't think I don't think many people would have blamed him if he's like, well, I, I'm I'm here for the right reason, but maybe the other people or maybe like Katie was still there, maybe still there for the wrong reason, right? Because she just wanted to complete this process and get engaged mm-hmm. and get a ring at the end. That's all she's there for. But I don't know. They they seem like they're in love. I would agree. And and I think there's definitely both of those camps that can sit here and look at it and definitely go down both of those lines of like, did she just stick with the process because that's really what she was there to do. And that's what she felt like she had to finish or well, that's what she, that's what she told Greg. She's like, well, I want to complete this process out. I can't just end the show with you now. Here's the funny thing about that though. 
She did after just end the show with Blake. Right. She, she didn't, didn't even. She didn't. She didn't, she didn't even complete the press. Well, she she did a lot of things with Blake that she could have done with Greg and saved the show. I, I digress. Listen, she could have done a lot of things with Justin to find out exactly what she wanted. If you really want, yeah. here's the thing. If you really want to go through, like you said, the full process of when she told Greg, hey, you know what? I can't just end the show now. Bull fucking shit you can't because you've done a lot of things that other bachelorettes say, oh, it's never been done before. Oh, it can't be done before. I mean, Claire- <laughs> Every season, something has never been done before. Right, and Claire left after- Maybe two weeks. Oh yeah, and she took and she took Dale running off into the sunset. But all of a sudden, you've got three guys left, and you're telling Greg, "Oh, I can't end it early." But then after you talk to Blake and you feel the connection you have with him, you tell him you love him. He tells you he loves you, and you decide, you know what, the season's over. We're done. This is it. Can, Let's send. I'm Justin gonna home. end it early. I mean, Just the like- fantasy suites. The point of that is to experience what you get to experience in the fantasy suites and take that relationship to the next level with multiple people. So you can see if the physical connection is there, right? Let's and just cut a, to and the that, that is, And just, that is important. Yeah, exactly. Let's just get to what the fantasy suites are. Okay. It's an opportunity to have sex with the last few people that are there. Okay. We get it. Unless you're, unless you're Madison from, uh, from Pete season. Right. Exactly. So yeah. digress again. Yes. <laughs> but honestly, you know, to say that in one breath, oh, I couldn't end it early, but then to look back on it all and say, oh, I did end it early. I mean, come on. I, I, I soured on Katie in the very, very last episode. I, cause she even like, okay, well, when her and Blake, Blake said, you know, oh, I, okay, well, I fucking love you, which is not how you're supposed to tell the person you love the first time you tell them uh-huh. I love you. Don't say, fuck, I love you. That's I, yeah. maybe that, but maybe that's how they express themselves. It could be Whatever. honestly for the two of them. I fucking love you. I can see it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Uh, but I mean, for her to go and do that right after she, after Greg's like, Hey, just tell me you love me and we'll, we'll rock and roll. And she's like, Nope, I can't. Sorry. One day later, what a difference 24 hours makes. Let me tell you. Seriously. And that was my big part too. That that's what I really had a problem with. You know, if you're going to really wait to say, I love you, if you're going to really, really stick to your guns and wait, then you're going to do it when Blake gets down on one knee and proposes to you and you say yes. And you tell him in that moment, Blake, I love you. That's, that's how it would have gone down. If you were going to be true to yourself and stick to your guns. Exactly. And I guess I need to, I need to like preface the rest of the stuff. Like, Blake was like eighth in line for like I, he was the almost like of the core group. He was the last one I wanted to win. And I, and I can't really explain why, Mm -hmm. but like, I mean, I mean, I made a list of people I wanted to him that I wanted (laughs) to win before him. Okay. So some of these people aren't even the bachelor, but I'd rather see them with Katie than, than Blake. So I have have Connor, I have Mm -hmm. Greg, I have Mm -hmm. Michael a, I have Andrew. I have Justin. I have Lord Voldemort. I got in here. Yeah. I got Courtney. I got Mike, the situation Sorrentino. Perfect. Uh, He's married with night- his son, but okay. Right. No, but I mean, better. I like him better <laughs> than Blake at, at some points. Uh, the Night King from Game of Thrones. Uh huh. And then I and then I have Blake. So he's not like a millionth in line, but he's like no. eighth or tenth. And you're I right. Just- I mean, I, I I agree, and I think a lot of what happened in this season, and we've seen it happen before, and we'll see if it sticks true to now this couple being post you know series and being in the real world we'll actually see if it sticks but when you have that initial physical connection which is what she had with Blake that yes. initial chemistry that normally drives a lot of the decision making at the end of the day right they say mm-hmm. guys think with the wrong head but yes. the the situation goes both ways i think and i think when Absolutely. when Katie's feeling what she's feeling with Blake and she's coming off of this incredible low of having Michael leave and Greg leave. She's going to look naturally for what's that high that I can get. That's going to mm-hmm. give me those feelings again. That's going to give me what's, those. It's the quick dopamine hit and making out with somebody is going to, is going to hit it. And I'm going to go it's get like, that person that I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go get that person. I know I have that chemistry with, I'm going to go after that person that I know can satisfy me in those ways. And she even said it after the fantasy suite, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that she was 
taken care of plenty of plenty of plenty of times. Yeah, right. Yeah, multiple times, whatever. And so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens now post-show to see them in the real world. I, I wish them the best. I don't wish any ill will upon them as a couple oh, at no, all. Right, yeah, no. But it, it, it has it no impact on my day-to-day -day life. No, I but just, it doesn't it's my just... my own opinion that I don't like him. So Yeah, and it doesn't seem like they are compatible beyond that. And if you want to go based on how well did he do meeting her family, I would say that was an F. No, that, that could have gone... I, I say it could have gone worse, maybe not, but it could have gone so much better. <laughs> like that, like her aunt, I, I, to complete the scene, Katie's aunt should have had a marble red and a bush light tall boy. I, that would, I mean, uh, that's, that mm -hmm. was her personality. I mean, yeah, I mean, that it was, absolutely was. That was ice cold. And, and I, and I respect that, that, but I also would have loved to see Blake if he was that confident in all of this, I would have loved to see him just sort of step up to the plate and with Aunt Lindsay kind of just be, or Aunt Linda kind of just be there and be like, yeah, you know what? This is happening. So. Yeah. Don't, tough. yeah. Don't take her. Like, don't take her shit. Cause she was, she was throwing it right at him. Oh, and right. Just, I mean, and he even like, he's like stumbling. He's like, well, or even with the, or with her mom, uh, unemployed, uh, going to be in Africa part-time. Like, dude, dude, dude. Uh, uh, yeah. Just. And, and, he, and, he was, and yeah. And Aunt Lindsay just, she was, she was ruthless. She was absolutely ruthless. Now you don't matter. And and listen, if oh, that's okay. if that's the case, part of me again, I get where she's coming from. I understand the protectiveness. I understand what she's trying to say, and I understand that Katie even prefaced all of this with Aunt Lindy is incredibly cold. I don't even know if she has emotions. Right. Okay, well, you know what? It, it, you know, if that's the case, then I think Blake needs a little more of a heads up. You probably need to coach the boy a bit more on hates, what to say. She hates men. She she's very independent, but she likes X Y Z. So try to butter up with that, or just be prepared to get just throw just raked over the coals. Uh, and yeah. he, deer in headlights. My goodness, it was it absolutely was. And I don't know if there's anything that plays into it post. You know her and. Blake getting to meet her family because, you know, she even says after the final rose, her family found out when we found out. And she says, she says she that she, they can't keep a secret. I don't buy that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't buy that. You, your family can't keep a secret. Okay. Here's the thing. It's called an NDA. All we need to do is throw it out there. Sign it. You think ABC is going to let you ruin everything? You think ABC uh, yeah. is going to let you <laughs> spill the beans on the fact that your daughter and Blake are officially engaged? It's going to get leaked out anyway because it it's been leaked. Every it's been episode. leaked. Right. So, I, yeah, again, so I don't know. Listen, your beautiful wife's got a great point here. Oh, Aunt Lindsay yeah. and Pilot Pete's mom, Barb, would get along fine. They would. I they honestly would. think, though, Alyssa, that Aunt Lindsay would eat Barb. Like, yeah. The memes that were going she around on Twitter of Aunt Barb old. walked or Barb walked so Aunt Lindsay could run. <laughs> like that's she was next level. And that's really why I think for her to not tell her family, I gotta imagine there's something behind that beyond just the whole they can't keep a secret. Especially well, Aunt Listen, Lindsay this, had like a had like a tattoo right here. That it was it, my wife and I joked that it was inmate numbers. I mean, she was ruthless. She, yeah, she could. Yeah, she absolutely could have been in prison and be like, oh, that makes sense. It could have. And 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 I think that's where a lot of this was sort of like, really? Like, I is that is that why you kept it? Or did you keep it because you knew the reaction would be negative? Right. It's like, yeah, like, you know how they do with the Olympics. They have like the webcam of the family at home watching. Right. Uh, I think that would have been cool unless they knew like, oh, no, they're they're just going to. And it's Blake. Right. Aunt Lindsay just and shotgun the beer. Yeah. <laughs> She's just done. She's like, I'm just out. Ripping, ripping heaters. <laughs> just I'm I'm out. Can't yep, handle it yep, anymore. Done. I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving this family. But I mean, you know, and that was just part of more of the those was more of the question marks that kept getting put on things for me in the finale, because if it wasn't the fact that Blake was 
essentially like her third pick after Michael A and Greg left. Mm -hmm. And then if it also wasn't the fact that things went pretty not well with Katie's family, you know, I'm going to add to it. One other thing that really kind of threw me off in the finale, we get to the, after the final rose and Katie gets to confront Greg before we get to see Katie with Blake and Katie's confrontation with Greg is fire. Yeah. It, she, she didn't really hold back and maybe she kind of needed to at some, at some times. And like, she just, she was relentless and just throwing out like, I, okay. There's a couple wild accusations. Like, well, I can't, I don't think you were here for an engagement. And it's like, we could say the same thing about you. Yeah. yeah, We could say the same thing about, we could say the same thing about anybody on the show. And to your point about that, those wild accusations, I've never once seen someone in the position of bachelor or bachelorette really reference the rumors of the internet as much as Katie did. That Yeah. I mean, again, like we, we discussed the whole like acting angle of it, but again, like, well, you know, he's, you can be like, she said, you can be an actor and, be on the show and i'm sure he's not the i'm sure there's a vast majority of people who have been on the bachelor or bachelorette that have applied to earlier seasons and have had not it's not maybe taken and have maybe taken an acting class right and have maybe like you're gonna be on camera like i would almost take like an acting course to hide emotion like you know hide your emotions or like how to control right you know a, Listen, a I don't know that, that you, you're not very familiar yeah. with. And I don't know if it counts for anything. I took acting classes long, long time ago. I, I did improv. That. I did acting classes. Does that count? Are you going to dig up that past if I'm on the show and say, oh, back in 2001? So, like, this come guy on. was in my acting class. And everyone's it's like, like, oh my God, he's an actor. Ah, it's just a bunch of bullshit. And it was 16 years ago, right? So it's like, does right, that. Does but- that does that even matter at that point? And and so yeah, right? for her to be like, so people invested, people care because it's going to get clicks and it's gonna it's gonna right. cause. Uh, and and that's all that stuff is. That's all those stories are. But I've never seen right. someone in the position of bachelor or bachelorette take them so seriously in the sense of like even validating them to say, "Oh, I don't know, maybe you were an actor. You were acting mm-hmm. pretty well until the end." There, it's like, come on, man. At this point, just say your pleasantries and let's move on with our lives. Clearly you two aren't together. Clearly you two don't want to be together, which is fine, but it's like, we you know, we can go either way and say, and even Caitlin said, you know, Katie references the fact that Greg was gaslighting her. And I think at one point he was, I don't think he initially was, but I think at one point he was. And I don't think he was trying, you know, I don't think he was doing it maliciously, but he just had, he was so overwhelmed that, he kind of went off the cuff and then she just said some things that maybe I'm sure he, he wanted to take back, but in the heat of the moment, that's what you say. And that happens to literally every single human being on earth. And it happens a lot on these episodes. It happens a lot in this series. It it happens so much surrounding you is amped up to 11 every single, every single week Mm -hmm. to be under pressure for 10, 11, 12 weeks. You're something's, you know, you're a, you're a pressure cooker. You're gonna, you're gonna blow. Especially yeah, someone like so emotionally overwhelmed like Greg. No doubt. Absolutely agree with that. And so that's exactly where you see that situation of, you know, oh my God, like, I can't believe she's going this hard on Greg. It's like, you know what? I can, because she's also dealing with those emotions. She's also trying yeah. to navigate through all of these things that she's feeling. So I can absolutely see how she felt that way towards Greg. And he he threw a lot of daggers at her and she's just trying to throw some back. And that's, that's human nature. Absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, you know, they were able to sort of as best as they could amicably walk away from things. It was a terrible way that they both tried to say, I hope the best for you. The audience were like, they were turning on both of them. Like, clapping for Katie and then Katie would say something and you get like, I don't know, 30% of the room clapping and the other going like, Ugh. and then they or, were clapping for Greg and then like, they would yeah. clap for Katie again. And that's like normally, that. that's normally where like you're referencing. That's kind of where we get the, the, the feeling of where, you know, who's, who's sort of winning this 
confrontation, right? You, you gauge it based on the audience reaction. And mm -hmm. there was really no way to figure out like who's, whose sort of team are they on there, right? What's the mood in the room like? Because that's the only reason and the only way you're really ever able to feel it is if you're actually in that room. And that's the mm -hmm. one thing that I don't like as much with the pre-recorded after the final rows as much as the live version of after the final. Right, yeah, I think, yeah, they easily could have like edited that whole confrontation to me. I don't know, just to, you know, have it sound one way or sound another. We don't know. Right. And that's why the live version is so much better because you get those live raw emotions, you know, straight off the bat. You don't have any of this ability to sort of edit and make it look a certain way or feel a certain way. So I mean, it is what it is at this point, right? Like Katie's on her way. Greg's on his way. They're, right, they're yeah, clearly they're, parted they're, ways. They're out. Blake comes out and she just starts making out with them. Like, he's like, oh, I, I hope Greg sees this. Well, right. And, and then she goes, oh, yeah, Blake, he's such a, such a prankster. Like, <laughs> really? That's. That's where we're going to go with this. huh? That's, that's the word to describe him. All right. Yeah. He's a prankster. Like you had more, you had more emotion for your ex, Greg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you're showing right now for your fiance, Blake. Yeah. And it's, it's real fiance. And that's just where I was again, sort of in this space of thinking, what is going on? Why? Even, even his proposal was so weird. He's like, I can't yes. give you what you need. And we're like, oh, it's going to, oh, they're, they're I thought he was going to leave. Yeah. So did everyone. I couldn't and believe next it. Thing you know, next thing you know, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, actually, very I'm proposing. Odd, very odd way of showing your love, but it's like, also, yeah, hey, you know, I'm a real piece of shit and this isn't going to work out. It's what it sounded like. That sounded, that sounded like exactly where he was taking us. I can't give you what you need, but I'm going to try. Okay. Yes, we know. Like that's, that's every man's proposal. I can't give you what you need, but I'm going to try. It's like, come on, man. Like just go up there and say that you love the woman and you want to marry her because you know, that's, he, that he struggled with it so much that I would have felt that by the time he got to that moment, he would have been ready to just say it because oh yeah, you saw him every other scene before that so upset, so worried, so scared. He's he's having to pick out engagement rings with his ex-girlfriend. Let's just rewind that moment a second. Yeah, right. Staring he's sitting there with We're sitting there with each other down and just Yeah. Just a table across from Tasha and seven engagement rings just lined up on the table. Again, Neil Lane, I don't know why you didn't get vaxxed and get yourself in there, buddy, but like right. we got to get you in there more. Right. And and so he's having to pick out engagement rings like that. And then you would think, like like you said, you would think that when he got to that proposal moment, it wouldn't be so much of a sort of almost like a a non-committal committal. Yeah, that's, I mean, he it was so, hey, you know, uh, we got here and I, you know, I guess this is, uh, this is kind of what we do. And uh, I don't know if uh, you're going to like me all that much in a year. Yeah. And that was just, again, the situation that we looked at with him to kind of be um, like, Blake, really? You got to give me a little more how, than that. How wild the journey was and that, you know, yeah, uh, that destiny has finally led us to here. We're exactly where we need to be right now. Bury me. Yeah. I mean, it, that would have been. That would have been better, at least in my book. That he could have had. He could have had produce. I mean, I'm sure producers wrote something for him. He's like, ah, no, I'll wing it. Don't worry. I got. <laughs> yeah. I got this. Right. He, he most certainly did not have it. I, I mean, and, and just to watch it all be happening, you know, so fast. Those are very quick decisions, right? He's literally, you know, one moment on his last date with her, the next moment meeting her family, the next moment he's having to pick out engagement rings. And also he's in a moment of understanding, you know what? I'm, I'm the last one. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't there. Justin had left already. I mean, we're assuming. Yeah. That like, I, I would assume. But I mean, if just, if, 
if Justin were to go through with the fantasy suite mm-hmm. and she plays the process out. Yeah. And I wonder if that would have taken pressure off Blake. I think it would have. And then because, would he, would because he, would it wouldn't have been all? like, well, because here's the thing. You, when we normally get it and there's been times where it's happened when there's been two men left and they're both ready to propose, they both get to pick out rings. They both are, they both are going to that final, you know, visit with the woman who's the bachelorette with the opportunity to propose. So, mm-hmm. you know, normally the, the whole sort of joke obviously is that we're not going to see the person that the bachelorette or bachelor says yes to first, right? They're not going <laughs> to yeah. show us the engagement first and then show us a dud later. So <laughs> normally when there's two people that are left, the two that are left, we get two engagements or at least we get two proposals, I should say. And we normally get out of those two proposals, one engagement, but yeah. And that's where I would have liked to, if you're going to play the process out, play it out till the end. And yes, I get it. You get to change the rules as you go along. You can make it however you want, but she just was so steadfast on I'm doing it this way. I'm doing it this way. And then she just didn't do it that way. And then, after yeah it was literally just after greg left she's like well well now i get to do whatever i want because because i was hurt or i don't know or well and because like like, it's like you text me like what if justin had drawn the first fantasy that's a great point what if justin had been the first date after greg left would he have been the one that she just fell head over heels for because both of them talked about like all these unseen moments and whatnot so maybe you know you know we joke that he was just there by default but it's if there was even like a sliver of something real yeah, and Justin goes first and she clings to this, this love that they have or whatever, I mean, this, this could be completely different. You're absolutely right. And that's a great point that we can talk about because I, I don't know what would have happened, but I think that in what we saw Justin say to Katie after the final rose, you know, we had all these moments that people didn't see. We had all these things. I mean, I would have thought that hearing that maybe, maybe there was something that we just didn't know about. I think there definitely was with Justin, the, they had the intellectual level covered. They had the, you know, communication down, you know, they had that part of it figured out. And I really think, I really think she needed the fantasy suite to confirm the other parts of their relationship that she was unsure of. And yeah, especially, especially, I mean, like they, you know, Katie and Blake already kind of had that physical thing already. Right. So, right. I mean, do you, do you mean just try exploring it with, I don't know. I don't know. I can't get, I bed, think, but. but I think that's the whole point of this. It's right. Like you, you owed it to the, you owed it to the process to go through with it all the way. Right. Especially like, after that was like, she was so steadfast on that. Right. And so if you have the emotional connection with Justin and you have the physical connection with Blake, then you only owe it to the full process to test out the physical connection with Justin and honestly try and dig a little bit deeper with Blake and get to something a little more intellectual. Right. Try to get into his inner pain. Because I don't, I, I don't, I don't like, I mean, because like you said, I don't know, even when he was meeting with Aunt Lindsay he didn't have the answers and, and she didn't either. You know, Katie didn't either. What are you going to do? Because he's going to, he's just going to go to Africa and you're just going to sit around for a month. And they were just kind of like, uh, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah. maybe unless unless that's how it was, it was edited and they had, but I mean, that was, that was a flop. It just sounded very much like they both didn't know what they wanted in that moment. And that's okay because they didn't need to, but at least Blake kept saying that he wanted to figure that stuff out. He wanted, he kept saying, there's still so much we need to talk about. There's still so much we don't know. That's what hung him up on proposing or not. Well, I mean, Aunt Lindsay also kind of put him in an impossible spot because like really all she said was, well, what if you guys have a problem? Right. Are you going to figure it out? 
What are you, you going to do to figure it out? It depends on what the problem is. I mean, that's not <laughs> right. one answer. For well, what if you two have a fight? How are you going to fix it? I, what are we fighting about? I don't know what to do. Right. And and I think you're exactly right. Those are very hypothetical. So, so in that situation, like I understand that Blake was kind of, you know, left out to, you know, left out to yeah. hang, you know, it's just, but at the same time, I mean, it's just, it just did not go well. <laughs> no. And, and that's really where, you know, like I said, when I texted you as we were watching it Monday night, you know, would this be Justin if things were different? I, I would bet, I, you know, I, I think there's a good bet I could make that, yeah, it would be, that things would be this way if it was him. And, yeah. you know, who you know who knows? Time will never be able to tell us that because we're not going back, obviously. Mm -hmm. And her and Blake are very, you know, as far as we've seen, it's obviously been everywhere. They've been on all the late night shows. They've done all the interviews now at this point. They are very together, very in love. There's actually an interview I was reading on Variety online here that was talking about you know what are what are your plans like for the future because it's sort of asking the question again who's going to move where what are we going to do who's going to live with who are we are you moving in are you not moving in right and with Blake being in Canada the situation has been incredibly difficult because basically during the quarantine time which is you know still after they filmed this it was still you know during the pandemic at least you know further into the height of the pandemic. And literally just three days ago, the borders opened to Canada. Right. So he's essentially in this interview saying that, you know, everything wrapped up at the end of April. And he said, I've basically been living the summer in quarantine because I had to visit her. And then I would come home in quarantine for 14 days when I got back to Canada and then I'd go visit her again. So, you know, they did have opportunities where they were seeing each other, but then the question comes down to where are you going to settle down? Where are you going to be? And, you know, Katie's sort of response to that question in this interview is that she says, I don't think we're settling down anywhere. We've agreed to live with each other, but chunks at a time, whether it's Canada or San Diego, he'll be in Africa at times. And so if I can join him, I will, but there's going to be times we're apart. We just have the freedom of being able to hop around together and I think that's probably what we'll do for the first year at least. Okay. All right. well, so that's good. Yeah, and that's very, I guess they, they, they can kick that can down the road as long as they kind of want to. It's true. And, and, you know, they absolutely can move it away from being something that they have to deal with right now in the moment and turning into something that they more so can handle as it comes up. And, you know, I think that's just kind of where most people like it, you know, put a neat bow on it. But like you said, there's no, there's no neat bow to put on life or what's going to happen to them. Right. Oh, you, you can't. It's oh, Chris Kendricks, man. How you doing, buddy? Yo, yo. But I mean, I, I think that's part of the situation that you always get into when you're on this show, right? Like the families want you to know they, they want you to have it figured out because they're the ones that are worried about what's going to happen. And oh yeah, in some cases, they're the ones that, you know, obviously have to pick up the pieces after things go South. And so, I mean, you're just really in that spot of looking at it. Like, is this really something that, you know, you need to know right at the end, you know, like I think aunt Lindsay, like we've said before, was just brutal. And <laughs> I think his answers of we'll figure it out when we get there. I think they definitely lined up with what Katie was thinking too, but it wasn't at all what aunt Lindsay wanted to hear. And so in turn, it kind of like put Blake against her. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, yeah, I guess I, I understand what you're saying. And then, but Figuring out when you get there, I'm not sure if you'd want to get engaged and then figure it out when you get there. I think it would have been perfectly fine if like, let's just, let's start, you know, let's be together and then we'll figure it, we'll figure it out later. Cause like you said, I'm, I'm only getting engaged once. I'm only getting married once and which is, it's fine to say, mm -hmm. but I mean, it's, it's not a guarantee. Well, and, and that's, to, to, go ahead. I was going to say that's a valid point for the emphasis of Blake taking so long to figure out if he really wanted to propose. 
you know, I could have seen it where he was up there. And like you said, it really came down to the point of us watching it. Like, is he, or isn't he, I could have easily seen it go the way of, I'm not ready to propose to you right now, but I'd love to keep exploring our relationship. And that's been done before. So it's not, and it has, it's not, and it's not out of the realm of possibilities, but like you said, proposal is a big deal. And I don't want to dive into like this, you know, how do you view marriage and proposal talk that much? But it's like, it almost feels like Blake thinks a proposal is so easily reversed or broken, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like it's just breaking up, like, and, and in this microcosm that they've lived in for so long of being on this show, I wonder if it takes less emphasis off of what the proposal really is or what it really means. Because at this point we're what six weeks in eight weeks, eight weeks now, eight, 10 weeks. Mm -hmm. And you're proposing to someone. I mean, listen, we've seen them. We haven't exactly seen couples who have been engaged post, you know, show necessarily say like, Hey, you know what? We went to therapy for two years to try and work on things. Hey, we tried to do this to fix things. A lot of times they just drift apart and the proposal's done. We're taking, you know, we're separating. We're going to be on our own. Everything's all well and fine when you're in this bubble, you know, right? Like they're together all the time. I mean, it's, I mean, essentially it was probably a long distance relationship for a while. Like that's not, it was, that's not something you plan for. Like that's not something you can, that's not something you can practice in in the resort or or whatever it is. Absolutely. And I'm sure they had tough times with it. And and there's just a million other life things that come up, but I mean, and, and and then they, you know, just, they have, they make a whole spectacle of the engagement. So Mm -hmm. there's, you know, they, it's, I don't know if, like, again, it's it's a lot of pressure on Blake to just kind of make make a decision. I don't know. It's it's a. I'm getting overwhelmed trying to be there. I don't know. It's it's a lot. Yeah. No, I agree. But, it definitely is a lot, and it's 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 a lot that they, you know, they dealt with to the best of their ability, and you know, they said they were both ready for. It. They took the plunge. They're in it now, and so you know, they're going to, they're going to make the most of it as they can. And, uh, that's right, Chris. Yeah. Red Hawks. Class of 06. Recognize. Let go. Um, but I mean, you know, again, who are we to judge, right? We're just the ones right, sitting no, here yep. talking about it from, from opinion. And, and so I'm not really sure there isn't a right or wrong answer in this. You know, they did what they did. They've made it to where they are and, and they're everybody's, still, the- everybody's process is different. And and I mean, uh, what, what works for other couples is not necessarily going to work for yeah, them. Yeah. And the, the, the formula all depends on the people in it. So, I and mean, Hey, you know, where it really make, matters, make it work. where it really matters, they're still together on the gram. So oh, of course, yes. Very, very important. I mean, the photo the dumps MLB that have just been the photo dumps that have just oh, been coming yeah, out from that, these yeah. two has oh, been for sure. It's been insane. God, I don't even, I don't follow either of them. I don't know if I should. I mean, it's, it's just normal mm-hmm. stuff. There actually was a funny uh, picture that Katie posted. It was a picture of a painting hanging on a wall. What looked like a silhouette of her in like a, kind of like a gray scale. And then another smaller picture on the, on the mantle. And someone asked if that was, she had tagged Blake in it. Someone asked if that was the picture he had painted at the date where at they the, yeah, went to look the, at the vagina, the, the vagina paintings. paintings. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, there was never well, really an I don't, answer. I don't know. They, they, they blacked out his painting. And so I was assuming it was sexual in nature. Well, this, this silhouette of her looks like she's naked. Oh. So I don't know if they would have blacked it out. The canvas that it's on is also much bigger than what it looked like they were given on the show. So I'm not entirely certain what it, it is. Probably you know, if, it was it was a gift from Justin. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Paint me like one of your French guys. <laughs> but and he could. He could. He could have. Justin could have. Yeah. Just yeah. But I know I guess we'll do a real quick preview of Bachelor in Paradise since we've covered, I would say, most of the finale for the Bachelorette. 
Um, you got anything else before we move on to that? No, that was uh, that was quite riveting. It was good. Yeah, you, you get invested, and it's you do. You, you, Welcome you, to the dark you, side, bud. Yeah, you, you, you don't see it coming. <laughs> like I was like, I feel I was like yelling at my wife. <laughs> yeah, you picked Blake. Are you fucking kidding me? This show so fucking stupid. It's like watching Ohio State win a national title. No, why? No, not him. No, not them. Come on, like, anybody not again? Else. Literally anybody else? You got to be kidding me. Yeah, so, no, it, it gets yeah, like no, that. You, you, you get it, and it just. And it gets the next like day, that. I, I still had to wake up. I had to go to work. I had to, yeah. you know, I had the to make money. Does. I had to eat. It's, it had zero effect on the rest of my life, but it still had an effect on me at that point. No, right. You're absolutely right. And so Bachelor in Paradise is coming up. It's back. Finally, we had it gone because of COVID, but they are back. And honestly, this one, it looks like there's going to be a shit ton of people on it in every, in every preview I've seen, it looks like there's just like 30 different contestants adding people. And it's just the people that you, that like with the, again, like the worst of the worst, very toxic personality meshing. And then, but then you got Connor. So it's just going to be nice and nice. And, uh, you know, hopefully he kind of keeps the, comic relief but they still got i mean let's i mean they got they got thomas they got aaron of course yeah and i was gonna say this is where for you as someone who hasn't watched it as long you're gonna get introduced to characters and people that have been on previous episodes i mean going a long way back you know some of the people that i saw on the preview i mean we're going back probably two or three maybe four seasons of the bachelor or bachelorette for the people that are getting pulled up the one the one blonde girl who's somebody stole her champagne on pete season Mm -hmm. but yeah i recognize her she cries like at the drop of a hat so you know that's gonna make for great tv oh yeah they're all gonna cry for sure (laughs) for sure i mean there's gonna be plenty of that drama there's no doubt about any of that i mean like you said, it's, it's, it's going to get crazy, but the best thing. And one of the best things that I'll be looking forward to is Wells Adams will be back as the bartender mm-hmm. Yep. and there, you just can't go wrong with Wells as the bartender. And so yeah, every time he makes an appearance, he seems like a pretty cool dude. So he's hilarious. A great guy. Going to be awesome again to have him back. They're going to rotate hosts this time. So you'll <laughs> yeah. have the revolving door of like David Spade They've got um, Lil John, John, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Um, and why then not? again, some some very some some names that haven't been talked about in a while, right? So they're going to bring back Becca Kufrin, Tia Booth is going to be there again, and Kendall Long. Kendall is the one you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they've you know. They were on The Bachelor a while ago, and then they were on Bachelor in Paradise in 2018, but obviously everything got shut down, you know, so now we're kind of coming back to this space where they're, you know, they're working to bring back these couples sort of that had. If they had last year, they would have been on that one, but since there was no, they had And and so now, right, they're they're sort of like backfilling it with people from this season that we still love. Let's throw them on it and then let's make sure they're 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 making up the rain delay. They're playing a doubleheader. And and so the other thing, 18 innings at one time. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is, you know, I should say, actually, Kendall Long is the one who was falling in love with grocery store Joe, who you'll meet if you haven't already, Scott. But I don't even know who that is. What a name, though. Well, his name's Joe Amabile, but yes, okay, everybody yeah. calls him grocery store Joe. Okay. Him and Kendall had a thing, and that's what they love to do on Bachelor in Paradise, right? These couples uh, had a yeah. thing at one point, so we're going to bring them back. Yeah. Separately. I remember, yeah, I remember a girl and a guy kept breaking up and getting back together, and then finally he's like, hey, you just want to live in my van with me? And she said yes, and they left. Yeah, yeah that was Dean. Dean did that with Caitlin. It worked out. Fucking van. I don't. Yeah. It, yeah. Out. Right. They have a, I, I they have a house now in Vegas though. They have an actual okay. house. 
Greg. So they're doing well. They're doing well. Okay. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it was it, wild. It, it's it's wild. It's going to be interesting to watch to see Bachelor in Paradise. We're going to try and keep up with it as best we can on the podcast because there are going to be a lot of names flying. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. The episodes. I heard the rumor. I heard it's Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. See, it's going to be right. It's going to be action packed. Uh, yeah. they're, they're going to be. They're going to be stuffing it down our throats to try and get this thing done because in really like less than a month, well, month and a half, we got to get ready for Michelle's season of the bachelorette. Right. And then so, another 10, you know, 10, 10, 12, 13 weeks of that. And yeah, I mean, Michelle's starts on October 19th. So is that, is that Mondays or, or do we know? Uh, no, yeah, it'll be on, it'll be on Mondays. Okay. Almost positive. Okay. Almost positive. Yeah, because I think September, there must be, oh, no. Because ABC owns the right, because it's aired on ESPN, but ABC owns the rights to Monday Night Football. You wouldn't want to think they would put those two. You're right. You're right. We might see it coming in on. We might see it coming in on a Tuesday. I don't know, but I'm. I I didn't look at a calendar. I mean, know when it is, but we'll 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 make room for it for sure. Oh, October nineteenth is Tuesday. There you go. Perfect. Okay. There we go. There you go. Good job, Alyssa. That's smart. Got to watch out for Monday Night Football. That's the deal you two made, right? That's the that's the deal. I mean, I I get Friday. Well, Thursday, Saturday. Oh, sometimes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes Monday. You're taking a lot of you're taking a lot of days from her. I know, and that, and, that, and that's what marriage is compromise. <laughs> so this will be perfect for you guys as a couple who loves football and the Bachelorette. You'll get Monday night football, and then you'll cap it off with a Tuesday night Bachelorette episode. There we go, and then maybe some Wednesday night action. And I mean, we got our schedule planned. Perfect. And we That'll we love perfect. our routine, and so we're 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 set up. This is great. Sticking to it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, we're going to head out. Thanks for everybody that joined us for the first edition of Miso Thorny Live. I think we, I mean, I saw up to 10 people were watching at one time and that that's all, that's incredible. Yeah, there's not that many people on the internet. I don't, so yeah, it's like, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Majority of the internet I don't even know watching. 10 people, so I don't know who was watching. I would say, yeah, that's a win. Win in our yeah, book. We'll take it. We'll take it for sure. All right, we'll catch you guys later. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for talking with me every week, Matt. This is hell yeah, buddy. I did not. Thanks for joining me. We we outlasted the thanks, Erica. The, the, <laughs> we outlasted the New Zealand Musical Thorny podcast, and yeah, they can suck it. They only had three yeah. episodes. I had I had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, man, it was I, a good time. That first drive over to your house, I'm thinking, what are we doing? This is uh, it, this is, this is, is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. And then well, like, it is we, it is a bad idea. You're right, but it's also a great idea. Oh yeah. Who gives a shit, man? This is great. So All right, awesome. my man. All right. Catch everybody later. Bye. Thank you.